Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordeaux. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O for more information. Your adventure awaits. Hey guys, on today's episode, we're going to talk about how you can be any kind of coach you want. Noel, good morning. Good morning, John. Um, I love it when you call me sister. It's very enduring. <laughs> That's how you know I truly love you. <laughs> there, there's no one on this planet that calls me that. Um, and I actually I don't think I would like it if anyone called me that. that. But for some reason, when Noel calls me sister, it's like, oh, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Ah, it feels good, right? <laughs> it does. And you know, this is 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 such a good segue into our topic because, like, all right, so you can be any kind of coach you want, right? Um, what am I doing when I call you sister? Um, you're connecting with me. I'm connecting um, with you. You're I'm, connecting with yeah. me. You're um, being human. You're you know having fun. You're not taking. Um, life so seriously, all of those things. But also I feel like with you, um, you know, it's, if you just met me yesterday and you're like, Hey sister, that would be kind of annoying, but because we have history and, and you know, we have an authentic relationship, um, there's some substance there. Yeah. So I'm tapping into the energy that exists between us. Um, I'm also gender fucking. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'm dis- yeah. I'm disrupting uh, norm normative standards for how we address each other, and I am taking on the the masculine aspect of my identity and flipping it around to reverse our gender calling card. Yes, and guys, we're not saying we're not encouraging you to call your client sister, or or you can. I guess it depends on your your comfort relationship with your client. Um, but all of these things that um, we just discussed, that's kind of running underneath. Uh, I think is important when you're establishing a relationship with your clients as well yeah and you're and, and when you're choosing how you are going to show up in the world right i i think so many um coaches uh, especially when they're newer are really afraid of their clients and afraid of how they want to show up and that they're gonna um offend someone or you know that, that they should mold themselves into a way where they'll, they'll be more liked it's true. And that's actually one of the competencies that we teach in the Catalyst Intensive is how to take ownership of your authentic presence. Because there's two parts to, to coaching presence. It's not only being present and holding space, but it's also your authentic brand presentation in how you show up. Yes. And this is one of the reasons why um... – I struggled with, you know, wearing the therapist hat is um, in the clinical world, uh, there's a lot more shoulds and uh, you're not so encouraged to be your unique self. You are not encouraged to be your unique self. Your unique self needs to disappear in therapy land. Yeah. Very much so. So this is a nice um, bridge into you being any kind of coach you want. I think part of being any kind of coach you want uh, starts with you showing up authentically you. I think that's kind of the beginning of it, you know? Know thyself. Know thyself. Know thyself. And, you know, 
when we say you can be any kind of coach you want, it, it goes in 13 different directions. Yeah. It's your brand presence, how you choose to use language, how you choose to project your brand image. It's your niche, what topics you choose to coach on and around. And then also the techniques that you choose to use. You don't have to lead with any one of those three things. They can be married all together and they're equally important. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you mentioned um, your techniques. I didn't even think about that. And and the way that you work, your techniques, uh, your toolbox, that is also, I mean, it's a huge part of you know coaching in the way that you want to, being any kind of coach you want to be. Absolutely. So let's just take you and I as little case studies right now. Mm -hmm. So your, um, your containers technique. So guys, John developed a coaching technique called containers and it's awesome. It's, it's great for individuals. It's great for groups. And that technique was something that you led with in different capacities. And now you publish books. I remember when you were working with Airbnb running experiences. Mm -hmm. So the technique itself led as a coach. Yeah, that's really interesting. I didn't even think about that. Um, the way that you want to help people and, and you know, your unique way, um, your concepts or taking a, uh, a collection of concepts uh, like, like, you know, like in our Catalyst Intensive, we teach you, uh, you know, we give you the, all the crayons and then coming in, you know, putting it through your filter and coming um, up with your own unique style that can be very mm -hmm. valuable and then and then as you go on that journey and you you know hone your craft and you and you keep keep uh, pedaling your bike and experimenting and playing that stuff also turns into content and curriculum so not only with your clients but um, if you're like me and you're very active on social media they could turn into videos they could turn into you know things that you little memes and you know uh, blog posts uh, podcast episodes all that stuff yeah. And I work completely differently. Mm -hmm. You know, for a long time, I was too scared to step into my shoes, to step into my voice. And so I led with positive psychology and evidence-based technique. And that was my identity as a coach. And then as I grew and became braver, um, what ended up happening was the things that I cared about in the world, you know, how people experience their own minds, mm -hmm. the colonization that they're subject to, the systems and structures of oppression those started to show up in my coaching. And that's when I finally said, you know what, I'm a feminist coach. Right. And but, I, and I coach using applied positive psychology. Yes. You also help people with um, eating disorders and that that's uh, powerful because that's ties ties in with your story. It does. It does. And so I think, you know, this whole process of, of becoming is at the forefront of everyone's mind when they start out on this path. But in reality, the process of becoming takes a good number of years. Yes, <laughs> to, yes. To sort through. I'm, it's I'm, not something that you can just say, oh, I'm going to do this right now. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up. What a great point. I think a lot of coaches, um, especially early on, uh, they stress out because they don't know what their niche is. Um, they don't know how they want to show up. It's so overwhelming. And uh, you don't have to have the answers. I, I really believe in this idea that, that life coaching is a journey. It's a lifestyle. And uh, it's not, you know, over the weekend, you're going to figure everything out. And suddenly on Monday, you hang your shingle on your door and you're ready for business. Um, you're, you're always growing and changing and evolving. Uh, and then the way that you coach, you know, matches that. It's true. What I tell our students is where you end up is going to be a, a mixture 
of the techniques that you use, the things that are intellectually interesting to you, and then also your lived experience. Yes. Yes. And that, and you know, when, when Noel says your lived experience, um, the way, the way that I put it, but I mean the same exact thing is it, it's going to line up with your story. So usually what happens is, um, if you've overcome something, uh, or maybe you're passionate about a certain topic because you, you know, like, like Noel's story and, and, and her be- becoming a feminist coach, realizing those uh, things are very important to her. Um, it, it could, you know, or like for me going through a divorce and suddenly, uh, being passionate about, um, relationships and then you know going from like a, a complete child to redefining what a man looks like and still on that journey so getting you know uh, inspired by um, true life things that encourage me to um, talk about those topics so working with kids and nonprofit so you know when you're thinking about coaching and how you want to coach and what kind of coach you want to be um, don't don't just think about what's out there and what people will like uh, Look at your story. You know, what are you passionate about? Um, what worked for you? What did you overcome? And I think that's what makes you as a life coach very potent. And it can be something outside of you too. So one of our awesome instructors in the Catalyst Intensive, uh, Lindsay Hawken, is a surfer, mm-hmm. and she coaches on branding for ocean conservation. Mm, right. And, you know, that's a cause that's outside of her. It's big. It's global. She just worked on the UN campaign. And if you trace it all the way back and say, okay, well, how does this relate to her story? Well, she's a surfer. She lives in the ocean. She grew up on an island. You know, this is such a part of her her body and her being that she took a look at the world and said, what would I be devastated about if it actually came to fruition? And it's it's the death of our ocean. Yeah. Um, and you can lean into causes like that to anchor yourself as a coach too. It makes coaches three-dimensional. It does. You know? Um, and then I think as you do that, uh, you start to draw in people who um, resonate with you, who gravitate toward you, you know? And, yeah. And, and then those are the people that you're going to be able to, I believe, um, impact the most. Exactly. And it can even be something that's totally not sexy at all. Say, I just had this conversation, I shit you not, with a client this morning, and we really got down to it and discovered that he loves process. Mm -hmm. He loves it. He loves strategy. He loves process. He loves dumping the Legos out and helping somebody figure out the most efficient and effective way forward. It doesn't matter what the thing is. It's the process itself that lights him on fire. And he said, so what do I do with this? And I said, well, now you have to come back to me next week with all of the different jobs out there that rely on process (laughs) as a skill set. And then we'll take a look at it and see what comes up. But, you know, being able to coach on process is huge and vastly important and, and really vital to so many different organizations and humans and ways of being. I love that you said it doesn't have to be sexy because I think what's happening is um, because of the commercialization of wellness, um, people are gravitating toward the, um, I mean, I guess you could say sexy, but the popular words like, uh, you know, mindfulness, uh, relationships, and those are, I mean, those are great. And if you want to coach in those areas, you know, that that's, that's great. But um, I'm seeing a lot, uh, I'm not seeing a lot of coaches coming up with uh, uh, different topics and, and different ways of coaching that we haven't seen before. And I think that's that's really interesting to me. 
It is interesting. And so much of it, you know, I keep my, my finger on the pulse of kind of what's going on with the science. And there are areas in which we are emerging, like neuroplasticity. Mm -hmm. I think the next 20 years are going to tell us incredible things about how our brains work. But really what coaches do, especially if you're a certified coach, if you're an ethical coach, is you work using an informed practitioner model. And the informed practitioner model means that you've taken the time to learn about the research. And so the reason that we're seeing a lot of different things replicated in terms of how people coach is because it works. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, um, I think what's also interesting about uh, Noel and I is that Noel is um, very science oriented. And so that's going to be threaded into uh, her language, what she's interested in, you know, um, backing things up with facts, all of that. Um, I am not. So <laughs> it doesn't, we're just different. But, you know, um, again, you know, things that make you feel alive, things that you're passionate about, things that uh, um, are honest to you. And that's one of the, the great reasons about why it's important to surround yourself with all sorts of different kinds of people who can give you new ideas. You know, I can walk into a team meeting and say a sentence and everybody just stares at me. And I'll say the same sentence to John and say, can you make it pretty? And he'll say the same thing in his words. And people are like, oh, God, that's beautiful. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that. At okay. least it got through, <laughs> you know, but yeah. at least the message got through. Right. And, you know, it's funny, uh, speaking of language, you know, don't be afraid to coach in a way um, where you are, you know, you know you're, you're speaking your language in the way that you want to. Uh, talk to someone the way that you want to reframe something the way that you want to champion someone's story um it doesn't have to be a textbook uh, i mean I, I i don't i don't think it should be humor is important flexibility yeah. is important uh authenticity is important and all of these different aspects go into deciding what your niche is you know your niche could be the fact that you use humor as a coach with your sure, clients sure that you laugh with your clients. How great is that? What do you think? What do you think is going to happen with coaching as it evolves, and the different types of, of coaches that are out there and, and and that continue to grow? I think you know it's interesting. So um, I think it's going to mirror what's happened with therapy. Uh, so therapists are trained using different kinds of theoretical tenets and underpinnings. So you might be a systems therapist, you might mm -hmm. be a Freudian therapist, you might be a Jungian therapist, right? Um, clients, people who think of, oh, I need to go see a therapist. They're not thinking, was this therapist trained, you know, in the tenets of Freud? Was right. this therapist trained in the tenets of systems thinking? Same deal with a coach. You know, coaches are going to be trained in more and more complex and intricate and interesting ways of enacting change and clients won't really know the how and the why behind it all they'll just know that it works and so i think that coaching will continue to push into the public's consciousness as this thing works and it will become very mainstream yeah i agree with you i think you know rarely is there someone who says you know i need to see see a psychodynamic therapist it's usually right. um you know i have a friend she's amazing 
you know, go check her out. And then it's, you know, word of mouth referral, or you come across someone and there's something interesting about that therapist, you know, that you connect to. And I think with life coaching, it's, 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 it's more, it's, it's more of that. Mm -hmm. So with life coaching, um, yeah, there's going to be something about that coach that you're drawn to, or, you know, someone just refers you to that coach because that coach helps someone else, um, or that coach has a unique way of working. Um, and then, yeah, you're right. I don't think it's going to be because the coach specializes in one certain topic. Yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking of myself. So I, you know, I call myself a feminist coach. I'm really, you know, intellectually interested in the colonized mind right now, but I'm doing a lot of divorce recovery. Yeah. It's just coming my way. I don't know if it's divorce season or what, but I'm getting a lot of it. And the reason that I get a lot of divorce for clients is because I, I've recovered clients because I've done a lot of it. And so people simply want to work with somebody who's held somebody else's hand through the dark night a million times. You know, well, I know what I'm doing. And also you've been through one yourself. I have been. Yeah. And I think what's great about coaching is um, as a coach, you can, you know, you can front load, you can embrace that as a therapist. A lot of times um, you're embarrassed too. Like as a therapist, you're you're kind of don't want to share your story. You're very neutral. But as a coach, it's powerful to know that a coach uh, was, you know, struggled with an eating disorder or an addiction or went through a divorce or, you know, had had his or her rebirth. Um, that stuff makes uh, coaches, I think, uh, more valuable, not less. Indeed, indeed. So to wrap it all up here today, you know, when we're saying you can be any kind of coach you want. It goes in three directions. The topics that you coach on, how those topics are tied to your story, whether it's your intellectual interests or what happened to you in life, and then the science, the techniques, mm -hmm. the, the modalities that you use to move someone from point A to point B. And if you're not comfortable sharing your story, you can always lead with the science. If you're not comfortable leading on the science, you can always lead with your, your story. And if you just kind of want to be somewhere in the middle, that's okay too. You know what's interesting is as you um, were just saying that, I was thinking your science and I'm story. You lead yeah. – um, not that you don't have a story, but you lead with science and that's what fuels you. I lead with story and we're good examples of that and it doesn't – you know, and, and we're very different and um, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. Well, like the world needs different coaches. The world's neat and 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 also a really great way to find somebody to partner with because you have different strengths. Yes, for sure. There's only different one. Skills. I think there's only one type of coach um, that you can't be, and that's just a life coach. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's too broad. It is. It's yeah. broad and it gets confusing for the consumer. Well, thanks for the chat, Noel. And guys, if you're interested in life coaching, come check us out at Journey Coaching and. Um, you can be any coach you want. Yep. And if you want to talk about it, give me a call. I do take calls with our prospective students, and I love these conversations. Yes. All right, guys. Be well. Have a great one. Bye, sister. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>